Okay, now, this is the start of part four of our current event and weekly Bible study for December 2nd, 2007. And we're talking about Lord Betraya, Maitreya. And this is the next part, and it's this is straight off the Sharon International website. Can't accuse me of being biased. This is straight off their website. And they have a whole section in the website entitled, Maitreya and Jesus. Maitreya and Jesus. Now I'm sure we're going to get an honest answer here. They got a little picture of the shroud of turn of Jesus. You know, so that we can see his face. It says, Maitreya, who embodies the energy we call the Christ principle, has held that office for over two millennia, and in Palestine he manifested himself as the Christ to inaugurate the age of Pisces. Remember what we just said, he actually overshadowed Master Jesus in order so that he could actually fulfill his ministry, which is a lie from the pit of hell. But, uh, the method he used is called spiritual overshadowing, that is, his consciousness informed and guided the actions and the teachings of his disciple, Jesus Christ. So see, he's greater than Jesus Christ. What a stinking devil. It was therefore the consciousness of Christ Maitreya, which was seen and experienced by those around Jesus. The events from Jesus' life and his words have been greatly misinterpreted due to this little misunderstood connection between his work and that of Maitreya the Christ. This has given rise to the old, the age-old theological point of contention, namely whether Jesus was God or man, or perhaps both together. The answer is that Jesus was a man who, as a result of the process of evolution, oh good, we've got to get Charles Darwin in here somewhere, through the process of evolution became a son of God. As does everyone eventually. Oh, really? I didn't know that was the case. Huh. Others had gone before him on that path, and many have taken it since. So, in other words, what they're trying to do is downplay Jesus Christ as much as possible. He was just one of the, the major, they're saying, one of the major pagan pantheon. He was just one of the ascended masters. He was the disciple of Lord Maitreya. No big deal. You know? Then he says, the disciple Jesus of 2,000 years ago has now become one of the most senior members of the Masters of the Hierarchy. Is that like that cartoon Masters of the Universe? I don't know. Then it says, the Master Jesus is what he's known as now. During the most current time, he has lived mainly in Palestine. Since 1984, however, he has lived in Rome. Now remember what he just said. He said that Lord Betraya is going to be like the head-head guy which would kind of qualify him as Antichrist, and that what they call the Master Jesus is going to be the head of, hmm, the Roman Catholic Church, St. Peter's Basilica. Where is he living now? In Rome. Hmm. Isn't that where the head of the Catholic Church is? Sure is. Good old Vatican City. Huh. I don't know. Do the math. What do you think? Seems pretty uh, pretty heavy duty. Seems like it's pointing in that direction. Who better? Who better? Who more convincingly could, could pull it off? The disciple... Um, let's see here. Uh, I already said that. Okay, so this Lord Jesus' intention is that he will try to raise the Christian churches out of their state of crystallization and rivalry, and, if invited to do so, to lead a newly united church. 
is this like the Bible coming alive or what? I told you this teaching was going to be amazing. I mean, I, I'm blown away just reading it. By doing so, this Master Jesus hopes to resolve the many contradictions and misunderstandings which have arisen during the course of the centuries about his historic role and the teachings which he then disseminated as a vehicle for Lord Betraya. Oh, is that so? So he's going to set us straight. In other words, he's basically going to come back and say, Oh, the Bible is just a book of stories. It's totally inaccurate. It's not really what really went down, guys. With the emergence of Maitreya, the Master Jesus is playing a major role for the second time. This open, this open collaboration, which will be visible to all, will end any lingering doubts concerning the true relationship between Maitreya the Christ and his disciple, the Master Jesus. What better way for this scenario to go down, as far as from a satanic standpoint... And is there anything we've read in here that couldn't line up with the Bible in the end times? I don't see really anything. It says, thus, the seemingly paradoxical claim that Jesus and the Christ are not the same person, in a literal sense of the word, is more reasonable than it would appear. Because remember, even Benjamin Cream's come out and stated that they are separate entities. And I think one of the main motivations for that is to get people to see that Lord Maitreya is higher than Jesus. Jesus is just his disciple. Those Christians who find it difficult to accept that their teacher is not the highest leader of all humanity may, however, take solace in a second paradox that Jesus and the Maitreya Christ were in our one. Oh, I thought only Jesus was, was one with the Father and the Holy Spirit. This, I'm telling you, like I said, if this doesn't get you fired up, your, your wood's wet. Because this is this is this is blasphemy of the highest order, isn't it? Is this? I, I just oh. So, uh, in the sense that they each at his own level work together in perfect concord to further the divine plan. Now let's go to the part of. Uh, their website that deals with signs and miracles. Because this is a major part. Remember, what did Benjamin Cream say was the most important thing that happened prior to wherever Maitreya decides to pop up? He magnetizes the water. Lying signs and wonders. Remember, Jesus said, a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after signs. That's what everybody's after. So now, Life Magazine cover. This is right off the Sharon International website. Life Magazine's cover, 1991, asked, Do you believe in miracles? And the report that thousands of unexplained, miraculous phenomena are occurring worldwide. I did a little digging, said Peter Bonaventure, and it turned out there had been a rash of sacred apparitions all over the world. Sacred, right. There is a worldwide spiritual revival, and it's one of the great stories of our time. In April 1995, Time Magazine devoted an eight-page spread to cover the story on miracles and concluded, People are hungry for signs. You know where signs will get you straight to hell? Signs are not a faith, because signs are signs. They're something that happened. Okay, but faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. 
Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. There's no faith in, in lying, sign, or wonder. You just see it. So people all around the world are hungry for signs. I was just kind of showing everybody the, this picture they had of Mary weeping, this Mary statue weeping blood. Now remember, as we go through this, Maitreya is taking credit for every single one of these things going on, not only in the Catholic Church, but in the Muslim, in the Hindus, in the Buddhists, everything he's taking credit for. And if you were the Antichrist coming back wanting to deceive anybody, don't you think you'd have to deceive everybody? You can't leave another religion out. Well, that's what he's doing. So, this report from Sharon National says, Reports of miracles involving people from all faiths and those of no faith are increasingly reaching the media. According, Remember, he's going to reach everybody, those of even no faith, those of that are atheists. He got to reach everybody. According to Benjamin Cream, editor of Share International Magazine, they are all signs of the imminent emergence of Betraya, Lord Betraya. The world teacher and his group, the masters of wisdom. Maitreya comes now at the beginning of the age of Aquarius to show us the way out of our current difficulties and to bring the new teachings that will guide us, humanity, toward its next evolutionary step. You know, I should say something here, right now, before I forget. With these hate crime laws that they're trying to enact right now in the United States, I don't know how long I'm going to be up on Sermon's audio. Okay, so if these are messages that you really, you know, think a lot of people are going to need to know, you might want to consider downloading some of these and saving them in your computer in some type of archive. Because I'm telling you, and it can be done, you can, you can download these MP3s into your own computer and save them. I don't know how long this stuff's going to be available on the internet. I really don't. I mean, maybe it'll be available for another three or four years. I don't know. But it might not be available for another three months or another month if these hate crime, crime laws get enacted. And I guarantee I'll probably be one of the main ones they, they want to come after. So I'm just telling you right now, this might be something you want to think about doing. Not only me, but like Pastor Slattery, Pastor Weaver, wherever you can get truth. I don't know how long it's going to be available. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that. So, <clears throat> if we go for, further, uh, these... these uh, Teachers will guide us toward our next, they'll guide humanity towards the next step, <clears throat> evolutionary step. Because see, we're evolving into gods. Isn't this the same lie that Satan told Eve in the Garden of Eden? You, sh you shall be as gods if you eat of this tree? Same, same thing, it's just repackaged. <clears throat> Soon we will see Maitreya on television, interviewed by a major American network. And hear his call for sharing and justice as the only way to peace. This is most likely going to be after or in the solving of World War III. Benjamin Cream writes, Over many years, Maitreya and his group of masters have saturated the world with miracles. Oh, is that the case? Lying signs and wonders kind of softening us up in their own words. See, they're the ones taking credit for all the miracles. In the 10th message from Maitreya, given in 1977, and you can go up there and read every single message on Maitreya's website. He's got like, I don't know, over 100 or something? I don't know. In the 10th message in 1977, in London, Maitreya said, Those who search for signs will find them. But my method of manifestation is more simple. 
Oh yeah, they will find them. If you go ahead and look for lying signs and wonders, Satan will give them to you. I guarantee you, he'll give them to you. If he can, if he can damn your soul to hell, just by throwing you a lying sign and wonder, a little carrot for him, do you think he's not going to do it? He's going to do it alright. Cream goes on to say, all religions look for the signs. It is through the signs that they know the teacher is in the world or is coming into the world. You only have to keep awake and you will see that the signs are everywhere. Well, yes, there are certain biblical signs to look for. Wars, rumors of wars, false Christs, deceivers, deceiving and being deceived, hirelings in the pulpit, apostasy, deception rampant, people having no, no natural affection, sodomy arising, child sacrifice. Yes, those are biblical signs to look for. But that's not the signs they're talking about here. It says, you only have to keep awake and you will see that the signs are everywhere. In every country in the world, in every religious setting, there are signs of one kind or another. Now, let's look at some specific visions and appearances straight off the Share International website. Just printed this out last night. Some of these I printed out years ago. Some of them I printed out last night just to kind of update things. Visions and appearances. In many different ways, Maitreya makes known he is here. Over the years, he has appeared to countless people, sometimes in their dreams, sometimes in visions, sometimes in a physical body. Well, the Bible says that the, what was it, the old men will dream dreams, and young men will see visions, and the, and the maidens will prophesy. And, so you got to be very careful of that. Very, 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 very careful. Because, as you can see, he's going out of his way to appear to these Christian churches. These Christian churches are so vulnerable for so many different reasons that I've covered in in previous lessons, they've got no real spiritual protection. So be very careful. Test the spirits, as the Bible says. See if it lines up with what the Bible says. So much of the time, particularly with these Pentecostals, they say, oh, I heard from God. And what they're hearing from God, number one, most of the time doesn't come to pass. Well, that doesn't line up with Deuteronomy 18 of the test of a prophet. Because whatever they say should come to pass, should come to pass every single time. And so much of what they say is totally contrary to the Bible. Well, it doesn't matter because I heard it from God. Oh, yes, it does matter because God wouldn't contradict himself, ever. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. That's the way the Bible talks about it. And his word is true. It's not going to contradict. So, this is why I really got away from all that other Pentecostal stuff because I found so much contradiction within that movement. And they themselves seem to be the most the sect of Christianity that seems to be the most deceived of all. They have no discernment for the most part. And yet they think that they walk in such high discernment. And they don't. They're kidding themselves. Maitreya is not, and this is from the Share International site, Maitreya is not the only master to perform such miracles. Jesus, and especially the master, who at the time was the Madonna, also was very active in this regard. Oh, now we get into the Madonna, and I don't mean the rock singer. Let's read that again. Maitreya is not the only master to perform such... And remember, Jesus, the master Jesus, is just his disciple. Jesus, and especially the master, who at the time was the Madonna, are also very active in these line signs and wonders. Oh, is this why we're seeing all the Marian apparitions? What is another word they refer to Mary as in the Catholic Church? The Madonna. 
Okay? That's what they refer to. Mary and baby Jesus, the whole nine yards. Okay? Often, but not always, Maitreya is dressed in white. He always looks different, depending on the circumstances, because he is a double chameleon. Oh, sorry, I just added that in. And the person he appears to, descriptions and reactions, therefore, vary. This is an image of the Madonna on a photo, and it's this photo of this, looks like trees, and she's in the background with her arms up raised. She's got her rosary beads in her right hand. No, and left hand, sorry. And, uh, you know, she's... she's uh, it's kind of hard to see. Okay, so I just showed everybody the image of the Madonna on the photo. Um, then the, another image, the unforgettable visage, visage they have of... I can't believe they put this picture on the site. The guy looks like, you know, a twice-baked devil. I mean, the guy, he, he totally looks evil. And they got this as one of their main pictures up on the site. And it's, it's entitled The Unforgettable Visage. A magnificent, unforgettable visage. Smooth, golden-brown skin. Large, dark, almond-shaped eyes set widely apart. A classic medium-sized nose. Mouth and the unusual feature of high cheekbones. Oh, wow, they're really getting fancy in this description of this devil. This is how the Asian Times Colombian journalist Patricia Pichon described the vision she had of Matrey, And that's when he appeared in... Um, uh, uh, it's the it's the image that you'll see a lot of times associated when he appeared that that day in um, Nairobi, Kenya. Okay, and he, the guy looks evil. I mean, he just looks flat out evil. And uh, this is one of the main pictures they have up on their website. I can't believe they would use that of all pictures. I mean, my word, he looks he looks like he's ready to kill somebody. Um, and then there's another thing. Uh, this is entitled Awesome Force. 500 children from Amelia Ogdenero Elementary School on the island of Luzon in the Philippines witnessed a vision in the sky. On the afternoon of November 19, 1982, a 10-year-old girl was sitting in the playground of the school. When she looked up in the sky, she saw three angels, Mother Mary, with a baby in her arms... And an old man standing next to her. Other children saw the same vision in the sky. They described the vision to a reporter in great detail. Mary was wearing a golden was wearing a gown and a golden crown on her head. The angels had golden hair and wore long flaming gowns. One of them had a key in her hand. See how subtle and what and, and what an incredible counterfeiter the devil is? One teacher who had seen the vision told the reporter that she had felt an awesome force making her kneel down. Making her kneel down? And it's Mary with the crown and angels? Well, we know from the Bible that whenever angels were, were worshipped in the Bible, the angels said, don't worship me, essentially. Get up off your feet. Stop that. The only one you worship is the Lord Jesus Christ, Father God. You don't worship the angels. And you sure don't worship Mary. The Bible is very clear on this. Mary's in heaven. She, she, she's not going around making herself visible in apparitions. Okay, that's a lie from the pit of hell. So, here's another one. The vision in Paraguay. In Valencia, Paraguay, there was a great excitement when a woman reported having seen the vision of the Christ. During the night, after I said my prayers, a shining vision of Christ appeared to me, she said, and when it vanished, it left marks behind on my wall in my hut. 
left marks on the wall. So I guess that, you know. Another one, Virgin, the Virgin Mary in Cairo. In 1986, an old Coptic church in a slum suburb of northern Cairo became a place of pilgrimage for thousands of Egyptians when numerous visions of the, quote, Virgin Mary were reported. Mary has been seen not only by devout Christians, they mean Catholics, but by Muslims too. Remember I've said this in times past, that Mary is appearing in apparition form to the Muslims as well? Well, last week, the um, Christian church, and I mean the mainstream, not the Catholics, but the mainstream Christian church, because the Pope's already tried to, you know, trying to play footsies with the Muslims, but the guys like, uh, and we're going to do a teaching on this very, very soon, but the guys like Rick Warren, Saddleback Church, uh, that one guy, Willow Creek uh, Church, Bibles, Robert Schuler, Wheaton College, uh, oh, I mean, a laundry list. The Assemblies of God, that's a pretty big one right there, have all signed a declaration basically saying that we need to, we need to yoke up with our lost brethren, essentially, in the Islamic faith. Because, you know, we all came from, from you know, all, our faith is based upon, the, you know, Abram and what, what happened with his two children, you know. And uh, they've come right out and said that we, we need to put aside our differences and we need to come together one in unity. And the Bible totally speaks against these types of things. Wherefore, come out from among them, be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. All throughout the Bible. But, you know, they're, they're just totally sweeping the Bible. They, they, the, the Bible's not even, it's just a byword anymore. And they don't, use a right, they don't use a right one anyway. So, this is no, no, no uh, surprise that Mary's appealing, or, 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 uh, appearing to a lot of different people, a lot of different religions. And then in Medjugorje, you've heard about this one from the Catholic Church. For many years, a group of six children saw visions of the Madonna in Medjugorje, Bosnia. Many miracles happened and millions of people visited a village. These are ancient places where Catholics go and, you know, pilgrimages and all this other stuff. The Irish Medjugorje. Three women received visions of the Virgin in a humble shrine in Ireland. Okay, now just, just bear in mind, he's taking credit for all this. And then there's the Crosses of Light. Only ten years ago, no one had even heard of them. Today, they dazzle people from every continent. Crosses of light suddenly appear in windows. Even science has taken an interest. A tiny, in a tiny church in Knoxville, Tennessee, they seem to be 30 or 40 feet high. A tiny Baptist church in Knoxville, Tennessee. A 30 or 40 high cross of light that many, many people saw. It wasn't their imagination. Weeks before the first one appeared, Benjamin Cream announced that Maitreya was going to amaze the world through a highly unusual light phenomenon. You think they're priming the pseudo-Christian churches for this? Okay, so... Then we go, the, an, another line sign of wonder, it's entitled, It's Another Life for Me. Video producer Francis Robinson made a documentary on this phenomenon. Her account was, quote, most of the people we have interviewed are very devout. And most of them are quite poor. Typically, what typical was a family of Magdalena and Paolo Robello, who have five children and live in a tiny two-bedroom home. They are regularly... There are regular weekly prayer meetings now in Robdello's little house at which the participants pray for Christ to appear to them. Why would they do that if they were going by their Bible? 
Why? Because they don't care about their Bible. All they care about are the lying signs and wonders. Those who attend say they feel the Spirit strongly in the room. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're feeling a Spirit alright. And it's going to give them all nice goosebump tinglies and the whole nine yards. But it's also going to take them straight to hell if they follow it. Laura, a teenager who had tried to commit suicide and had been a real problem to her family, came to see Robdello's cross. I feel like another person, she said later. It's another life for me. I've changed. I used a real, I used to be a real meanie to everyone. Now I want to help everyone. I believe in myself and I have hope. See, she's been transformed by seeing this cross and experiencing this spirit. Oh, it all looks good to me. How could it be bad? <laughs> Satan's good at what he does, I'm telling you. And then here's another one. It's called Three Together. Simultaneously, three crosses appeared in a bathroom window in Alexandria Carmona in Monticello Heights, California. Carmona said she could sometimes see the Virgin Mary and Jesus. This is another example of... Okay, so I was showing everybody another picture of one of these crosses of light. There were several of them. Uh, and then in New Zealand, as a result of Benjamin Cream's visit to Auckland, New Zealand. This guy really gets around. In February of 1994, crosses of light appeared in three windows of the house in which he stayed. Kind of like a demonic residue. Then, number nine, the sign of the second coming. Hundreds of people have visited the homes of Carlos and Ains Alvarez in Bakersfield, California, since the couple discovered a large cross of light in their bathroom window on March 7th. The Bakersfield, Californian report in 1996, quote, a lot of people think it's a message. It's a message God is trying to send us because we're in the last days. Oh. Hmm. says Mrs. Alvarez, according to the article, I don't, I don't need a cross of light to let me know we're in the last days. Give me a break. Just read your Bible. And just, it's apparent enough. Compared to what's going on. This, Mrs. Alvarez said this, according to the article, the family said a priest told them the cross was a sign of the second coming. Now that's who you really want to go to to get your really good spiritual advice, is the priest. Um... Okay, so, I was showing everybody those pictures. Uh, and you can go up on the Share International site and see every one of these pictures. Okay, it's not going to be practical for me to really do this in a PDF format, because Sermons Audio only really lets me upload the files of a limited size when it comes to the PDF files I'll attach to a sermon. And there's just no way, there's too many pictures, it would, it, the file would be too large. But you can go up there and look at this stuff. Uh, then, this is entitled, 40 Feet High. I can't get the hair on the back of my neck to do anything but stick straight out these days. The crosses are indeed in the windows of the Copper Ridge Baptist Church. Not the Baptist Church. Sorry. That is fact. It doesn't matter if you believe it or not. Wrote columnist. This is a column, columnist. Um... Bob Hurley of the Greensville, Tennessee Sun, reporting on the gigantic crosses of light which had appeared in the Knoxville, Tennessee, in and outside of the tiny church of Reverend Joe Bullard. And they show a picture of the little church here. It all started one evening in early November 1995 when Joe and his wife Mildred noticed a radiant white light seeming to surround the entire building. A couple of days later, on November 8th, Joe Bullard was addressing his congregation. While he stood talking, a brilliant white light appeared on one side of the church. On further inspection, the light was found to be in the shape of a large cross. Bullard's, now remember, I'm reading off Lord Betraya's website here. Okay, this is not something good. 
Okay? So please don't, don't, don't think it is. He's taking credit for it. And um, this is part of the line signs and wonders that are coming. So on further inspection, the light was found to be in the shape of a large cross, bullish reaction, and that of thousands of people who later came to see the cross was unbelievable. Reaching a height of 40 feet, the crosses could be seen in all the church windows. Children and adults alike were, gl were glowing with joy at the phenomena they had experienced. Scores of people told Reverend Bullard that they were being healed emotionally, spiritually, and sometimes physically when they saw the crosses. A deliriously happy Joan Anderson told the Kokomo Perspective newspaper in October 1996 that she had an inoperable brain tumor, went to Knoxville, more or less by chance. Knew nothing of the supposed healings and realized that following the day that her headache had gone, the doctor soon discovered she had no more tumor. Satan's good at what he does. One of his earmarks is going to be these, these healings, I'm telling you. He's already doing it. Now, let's talk about the healing wells. Remember how he potentiates the water before he appears? Well, since his appearance in Nairobi, uh, Lord Betraya has reenacted this event by suddenly showing up in the midst of large audiences, usually fundamentalists. In advance, Betraya often energizes the water sources in the vicinity of the spots in which he's about to appear. So far, healing waters have been discovered in Mexico, Germany, China, and India. This one, magical waters in Mexico, waiting for the chance for a miracle, a line of people that often stretch for over a mile on a dusty road in the little town of Tocolti, Mexico. More than 10,000 a day sometimes came to visit Je Jesus, his name is Jesus, but Jesus Chahin's well, and to take away a can or two of his famous miracle water, which they said have cured everything from AIDS to cancer, obesity, and high cholesterol. Wayne Peterson of Washington, D.C. reported that his father had been diagnosed with intestinal cancer. had eaten holes through his intestines. His father took some of the water from the Tocolti well for several days. A new visit to the doctor confirmed that no cancer was there and everything appeared to be normal. But who's getting the glory? If this is of Jesus Christ, who's getting the glory? I haven't heard Jesus Christ's name mentioned with any of this. They show this big line going into, the, into this, this well of all these people, and they've all got their own little respective jugs. After the miraculous healing in Mexico, another healing water source has been found in Germany, 100 kilometers east of Dusseldorf. I knew how to say Dusseldorf from that show, Hogan's Heroes, that I used to watch when I was a little kid. They used to talk about Dusseldorf. Anyway, sorry, just a little... Side note there. Um, a spring of very pure water, it was discovered in a cave in a disused slate mine at Nerodia, a very popular ski resort. Guido Brandenburg interviewed some of the pilgrims for the German newspaper Bild. An old woman told him that after covering her blind eye with the water, she can now see. An ex-miner said that his back was healed and that he has thrown away his crutches. Brandenburg of the Bild reporter described what happened when he drank the water while standing in the energy zone. After five minutes, my fingertips vibrated. He said, I felt as if an electric current flowed through me. I wouldn't advise drinking this water. I don't know what kind of demonic impartation you're going to get if you do it. Water near Delhi. In the Nahandia village, uh, North Delhi, water began gushing out of a deserted tube well. 
In September of 1992, some local villagers who bathed in the water reported that the medicinal or magical qualities of the water cured their skin diseases. Word quickly spread, and now a constant stream of people visit the village daily to gain the benefits of the water. A five-year-old polio victim was reportedly cured to a large extent after bathing there. Most people who do go into the water report physical improvements of some type. Again, who's getting the credit? Lord Betraya. Healing water in Australia. Uh... There's a talk about this well in Australia. Uh, it was back in 1994 that the parishioner first noticed what looked to be like an image of the Madonna and the Christ Child on the wall of the Anglican Christ Church. In 1996, the rector... You know, I think I need to be referred to as the rector from now on. I know I've said Monsignor, but what about a rector? I, I, I think I look like a rector. Don't you think? Maybe I could pull it off. I don't know. Maybe I was a rector in a former life. I, sorry. Uh, anyway. In 1996, the rector, Canadian-born Reverend Andrew Nutter, he's a nutty kind of guy, Andrew Nutter reported the phenomenon in a local church paper. Since then, news of the apparition has traveled around the world. It was an extensive news coverage that brought a dowser to the site. Oh, that's what we need to do. We need to confirm the witchcraft with a little bit of good witchcraft dowsing. Yeah. If you're going to do it, you might as well go all the way. The dowser alerted Father Andrew to the presence of a stream of water running under the church. Benjamin Cream, another reliable source, Benjamin Cream, upon being asked, confirmed that the stream of water, like the apparition, was the work of the Master, who was the Madonna and that the water would have healing power. One question remained, where to drill? A fax to the London a fax to London drew a recommendation from Benjamin Cream's master regarding the location of where to drill. Oh good, I mean, you know, we got all this demonic collaboration. It's just wonderful. A bore was drilled at the recommended spot, two meters from the wall, in line with the image, water was found. Imagine that. Here's some other phenomenon. By manifesting a variety of unusual signs, Maitreya and his masters draw attention to the fact that we live in extraordinary times. We made a selection of the most spectacular of these phenomena. Taylor, quit making that noise. Here's some of the big ones. Now, I've, I saw this a long time ago. Image of the Virgin Mary that's two stories high. During three weeks over Christmas 1996, four, 450,000 people went to view the wall of a black glass building in South Florida, this was in the Tampa area, where a two-story image of the Virgin Mary had appeared on the windows. The rainbow-colored image of the outside of the Seminole Finance Building in Clearwater, Florida, is about 50 feet wide, 35 feet tall. And it stretches across nine panes of glass. It's quite amazing, it's very spiritual, very peaceful said Patty Schrarn, a receptionist at the building. According to police spokesman Wayne Scheller, people are making all kinds of shrines, bringing gifts, candles, flowers, and statues, all of which are a total abomination and an affront to the Lord Jesus Christ. But hey, let's throw the Bible out and do whatever feels right, right? Some have been overwhelmed and fainted. I, evidently they were demonically overcome, is the only thing I could really think here. We have the infirm, the disabled in wheelchairs, the blind. They're coming 500 at a clip. It's not a caramel-type atmosphere. 
there is a sense of awe and wonder. Oh yeah, we got to have reverence over the over the devil Madonna manifesting on the side of this building. So I just showed everybody that picture. Um, oh, this is one of my favorites: the worldwide Hindu milk miracle. Again, of which Bessie is very very happy over this one. Okay, on Thursday, twenty first September, nineteen ninety five. The news swept around the world of the extra, extraordinary miracles of the milk-drinking Hindu statues. Never before in history has such a simultaneous miracle occurred on, global, on a global scale. Television, radio, newspapers eagerly, eagerly covered this unique phenomenon, and even the skeptical journalists held their milk-filled spoons to the gods and watched and humbled themselves as the milk just disappeared Oh my. Now, I want to let you know about this particular thing. I know this sounds stupid, but this actually did happen. Okay, so they, they hold they show this little picture of a statue and they put a little bit of little thing of milk in front of the, this goddess and supposedly it just disappears, milk. Okay? Now this is a common thing that you will see at demonic, particularly grave sites or cursed lands, where Satan, Satanists will go and offer things like food and coffee, tobacco and alcohol to their gods. And guess what? When they come back, many, many times, that alcohol or that food or that coffee or that tobacco is gone. Now listen, he's going to come with all lines, signs and wonders. Where it goes, I don't really know. But they're capable of doing these types of things. There's one place in Florida that you can go to, and it's a cemetery. It's a cemetery in that one. It's it's a it's a town of pure witches. I really want to go there. Um, I want to go there and pray. Uh, I forget its name, but anyway, it's it's near Orlando, and it's, and it's a town of pure witches. The whole town, okay? They have a cemetery there, and there's one particular. There's, it's a big, they call it Satan's throne. And it's got a, a big stone chair, okay? And people go there and they leave full beer cans, unopened. And they come there the next day and the beer cans are there, still sitting there, unopened, but totally empty. How do you explain that? It's no different than what the old Hindu devil gods are doing here or whatever. It's the same thing. So don't, so don't let this, you know, shake you up. The media coverage was extensive of this. And although scientists and experts created theories of capillary absorption and mass hysteria, the overwhelming evidence and conclusion was that this unexplainable miracle had occurred. It all began at dawn in a temple on the outskirts of Delhi, India, when milk offered to a stash, statue of Ganesh just disappeared into thin air. Word spread quickly throughout India, so that soon thousands were offering milk to their gods and watching in amazement as it disappeared. And this was happening all over India. So you can understand, these people are totally into signs and wonders. This is going to... And guess who's taking credit? Good old Lord Betraya. Life in India was brought to a virtual standstill as people rushed to the temples to see for themselves the drinking gods. Others claimed that small statues in millions of homes around the country were, drink, were drinking the offerings of milk. So what again? My, my, my God created the universe. And these little devils are, are having a little sip of milk? Oh boy, big deal. Traffic in Delhi was halted as police struggled to control crowds who gathered outside hundreds of temples with jugs and saucepans of milk for the marble statues of Ganesh, the Hindu god of wisdom and learning. 
and Shiva, his father. Actually, what Shiva is, is the god of destruction. And his daughter is known as Kali, who is the god of death. Okay? So, just so you know. India was in pandemonium. The government shut down for several hours. Trading ground a halt on the stock markets in Bombay and New Delhi as millions of homes and temples around the country offered milk to their gods. Very soon the news spread to Hindu communities in Singapore, Hong Kong, Nepal, Thailand, Dubai, United Kingdom, and the USA and Canada. Reports were flooded in from all over the world. In the United Kingdom, Hindus reported miracles taking place in temples and homes around the country. Can you imagine when these miracles are on a global scale? Mass healings, mass miracles. You think people aren't going to buy this hook, line, and sinker? This was clearly a message from the gods saying, We are here. Here is proof. <laughs> My God's greater than any of this. At the South Hall Temple in London, the chairman, Mr. Bombardi, offered his explanation. Quote, All I know is that our holy book says that wherever evil prevails on earth, that some great soul will descend to remove the bondage of evil so that right shall reign. We believe this miracle and those happening at other Hindu temples may be a sign that a great soul has descended, like Lord Krishna or Jesus Christ. End of quote. Like I said, it's pretty much making the Bible come alive. Then, the Muslim miracles. On January 20th, 1996, the Feast of Ramadan... A farmer of whatever, Sangal, discovered a watermelon on which the name of Allah appeared. One of my favorites. Really one of my favorites. So he has a sacred watermelon. Now, and then another lady, Miss Ruskali Patel in Bolton, England, brought an aubergine from a local shop, whatever that is, on slicing the vegetable in half. She saw that the seeds were formed in the Muslim symbol, Yah Allah. Meaning Allah exists. Oh good, good, the moon god devil exists. Wonderful, glad to know it. And then, a Turkish grocer, from the regent quarter of the Hague, Holland, brought some eggs, fresh on the farm, and had them on sale in his shop. But two of the eggs seemed slightly strange. I noticed that the shells were a little misshapen. He said, very odd, just like the Arab letters. And then I suddenly saw it, Allah. He had also brought five kilos of beans, about 500 grams, which bear the name of Allah. So these are Allah beans, evidently. Out of respect, he did not feel he could sell the remaining beans. He decided to give them to the mosque, uh, what, what any good Muslim would do. About 40 people enjoyed a complete meal from these beans, and there was still food left over. Isn't that special? And then there's the mysterious hitchhiker. Throughout the world, stories kept appearing about a mysterious hitchhiker reported by those who have given him a lift. He tells them that the return of Christ is imminent, and then disappears from a moving car. But the Christ he's referring to is not Jesus Christ. It's, it's the Lord Betraya coming back, most likely, as the Antichrist. And then this supposed person disappears from the car. The hitchhiker, according to all the stories, is always dressed in white. Most likely, it's, it's Lord Betraya manifesting. This is how he does things. Um... And again, if, if he says the return of Christ, that's not good enough. You mean the return of Lord Jesus Christ, Mr. Devil Boy? Oh no, just the return of the Christ. He'll usher in the age of peace. Boy, Mr. Devil Boy, that doesn't really line up with what my Bible says. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. 
which is what we should be doing if we see these things or witness these things. We should be praying against them and taking authority over them in the name of Jesus Christ. And then it says, in one month in 1990, a New Zealand newspaper, the Christian Challenge Weekly, received a dozen reports of angels taking lifts with Christians. Okay. And informing them about the imminent return of Christ before mysteriously disappearing from the car. Remember, angels talking about the return of Christ. Never, never Jesus Christ. It's just Christ. And then all of a sudden, and why would angels be targeting Christians? Huh. Wow, I don't know. And then it says, um, the bloke they've picked up will say something like, did you know that the Lord is coming back? End of quote. And that's the only thing the fellow says, wrote journalist Brian Flynn. Quote, then he vanishes from a speeding car. Two articles in New Zealand, a news, New Zealand newspaper, discuss the hitchhiker, among a number of other possible miracles, signifying the presence of Christ in the world. The phenomena has not been limited to New Zealand in 1991. While driving in Dallas, Texas, two women picked up a hitchhiker who told them that the Christ is in the world. He then disappeared from the backseat of the car. Seven other similar cases were phoned into a local radio talk show. Uh, here's one. A Lebanese girl. They say that this is some type of big thing. She has crystal tears. Lebanese girls baffle do doctors by producing tiny crystals, tiny crystals from her mouth. Uh, although the crystals were sharp as... Uh, from her eyes, I'm sorry. Although the crystals were as sharp as gla cut glass... Uh, she said she feels no pain. A few days later, she says, I heard, and this is the little girl that has the crystals coming out of her eyes. She said, I heard someone tapping at the window. I walked to the window, and there was a man dressed in white. He was sitting on a white horse. Well, what does Revelation chapter 6, verse 2 say? And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Okay? Kind of sounds similar. He was sitting on a white horse. He smiled at me and called me by name. He, he asked me if I would go outside to talk to him. Hajna went to the front door. There stood a white knight, as he calls himself. He was dressed from head to foot in a white tunic, which also covered his head and face. The white knight said that he needn't be afraid, that she needn't be afraid, and he introduced himself to Hajna as a messenger from God. Here's another one. Christ's face on a rock. Now, why is he taking credit for all these... Uh, places where Jesus Christ's face, the false Christ, the master Jesus that we're going to probably see in conjunction with Lord Matrix. I wonder why they're taking credit for all these places where Christ's face appears on the rock, like the Shroud of Turin, and then this stupid one that we're seeing here. In December of 1995, Julian Webb, an Australian weed farmer, witnessed the miraculous materialization of Christ's face on a hard slab of granite rock. The miracle took place at night when Mr. Webb was walking on his farm near Beverly... Uh, he saw a shaft of light illuminate the rock and watched amazed as the face of Christ slowly appeared from nowhere. Wow. Incredible. Sacred images on rose petals. Since 1991, a young Filipino man, Carlino Cortez, had numerous experiences of the Madonna and is able to manifest detailed images of the Christ and others on the rose petals. In July, June of 1991, Cortez, age 21, was living in the squatters area in San, uh, San Francisco del Monte. He was given a picture of the Madonna, which he placed on an altar. The following night, he heard a soft voice and a sound of beautiful music. Cortez followed the voice, and it was found emanating from the picture. 
Evidently it had little speakers built into it. The Madonna was shedding tears of blood, and the baby Jesus on the altar appeared to be catching the tears of blood in one hand. The picture was later placed on a church altar and the relative of Cortez was healed of a fever. Oh, great. Two days later, Cortez said he was then awakened by beautiful music and the Madonna began giving him messages. Since that time, Cortez has been seen and talking to the Madonna more than a hundred times. Other miracles have accompanied these manifestations. Uh, Another one was the, the particular miracle of sacred images appearing on rose petals. He, Cortez, took a flower from a vase of a fresh white roses, which he had bought. He then took the petals from the stalk by removing the sepal. One by one, Carmelo placed a petal on our shoulders as we said our prayers. After a few moments, we were asked to take a look at the petals. To our astonishment, what was originally plain white rose petals had now the image of the crucified Christ on them. One more. Weeping Madonna in Toronto. Since early of 1996, an icon of the Virgin Mary has been weeping in a small Greek Orthodox church in Toronto. See how they're spreading themselves around to every pseudo-Christian pseudo denomination. They're hitting them all. But the weeping, this Virgin Mary's weeping in the small Greek Orthodox church, this occurrence attracted crowds of people drawn by the press coverage, formed lines, formed long lines up in the streets. And again, I would say... Christians need to be going to these places and praying against these abominations. Pray that these lying signs and wonders be reproved. Because the Bible says to have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather to reprove them. What does that mean? So basically to reprove something is to be, basically, these things would be exposed. And the only way, you know, the, the only one that can really expose them is the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's going to come through prayer and fasting and these types of things. So I'm going to go ahead and stop there today. I, again, we got a long way to go, but um, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. This is a, probably a record because we've, we've almost done four hours now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and all that you've given us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we praise you. We thank you. I do pray that you would forgive us for any and all sins that we've committed in any way, shape, and form, Lord God. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray, God, that you would wipe our slate clean, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be pleasing in your sight, O Lord. I pray, God, that your truth would go forth, and that, Lord God, that truth, that you would give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. I do claim Psalm 64, God, over all these wicked spiritual entities that emanate and operate through all these lying signs and wonders, through this Lord, Maitreya, Betraya guy, through Benjamin Cream and all his false prophets and these ascended masters. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that from a spiritual standpoint, you do whatever you, you have to to strip these devils of all their lying signs and wonders. But I also know, Lord God, at the same time, you said that you will allow the strong delusion to occur. I just pray, Lord God, that those that can be saved would be saved, for it's your will that not one would perish, but that all would come to repentance. And we claim Psalm 64, Lord God, over these wicked spiritual entities, Lord God, as we pray, hear my voice, O God, in prayer. Preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity. Wet their tongue like a sword, and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. 
Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of laying snares privily. They say who shall see them. They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded. So they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away. And all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God. For they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.